Hey coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker. Thanks for joining me today with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk podcast. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, before we get started, can you subscribe? That does a big help to me and cost you nothing. Please subscribe to the podcast or video. Really appreciate it. Thanks again, and we'll get started soon. Hey coaches, welcome back to Coach Parker's Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk podcast. This is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. How are you guys doing today? Today uh, I was going to do the uh, podcast on the Beast Tank play uh, from the Beast offense. Uh, we talked about that formation in the podcast uh, about a month ago and I said I would talk about the Beast Tank play. Which, if there was any one play that kind of defined uh, the Beast offense, uh, this big Beast tank power play is really it. So, uh, before we get into it, if you get a chance, uh, please subscribe to the channel, like, hit the notify, all that good stuff, share, comment that you can do on your podcast. Uh, service or YouTube podcast service, that would be awesome because it's most a uh, podcast and a video podcast. So if you get to do all that, that helps me out a ton. Really appreciate it. Uh, subscribe, like, share, comment, notify, all that good stuff. So let's get right into the play. Uh, the Beast Tank Power Play uh, is in the Beast Tank uh, Tight Formation. In uh, the tight formation is the one we went over in the podcast uh, about a month ago. Uh, and you've got a overloaded line, either right or left, depending on which way you want to run. And then you've got your three blocking backs behind uh, the two tackles and then uh, back behind the tight end. That They're close up. They're almost touching. I have my guys put up their hands on their those guys' hips. So your guard is uncovered. Uh, your beast back... Uh, can be in shotgun, kind of offset over the play side guard, or under center. For me, uh, for the Beast Tank play, I like to have them under the center. Uh, so that's the way that I have that. And then, of course, you've got your center, and then the uh, backside guard and backside end. Uh, and I call that backside end an emu. Uh, which uh, they'll do a, a different type of block, and we'll get into that on the play. So the Beast Tank play, for me, uh, is run under a, a, a Beast-type formation, which is usually <clears throat> that yell single wing formation. Uh, and then uh, I run it under Buck, which is Beast under center versus Shotgun. Um and, you know, for me, I've written the Power Wing Beast offense. And the three main formations are Beast Tight, Beast Wide, and Beast Spread, which are basically Beast Worm and Jumbo. So uh, they, they just basically shift those three blocking backs out wide and then like a double wide kind of set there. Uh, but this play, uh, the Beast Left Tank, the power play over the two tackles uh, is uh, in tight and buck, which is under center. Uh, like I said, if there's one play that really defines 
kind of the whole beast offense. It's really this particular play, uh, and we, we can talk about it. But this is uh, this has been my bread and butter play since 1994. Uh, definitely 25 plus seasons. If I get in trouble uh, and I need some yardage, uh, especially a five yard under, uh, I am probably pulling this out right or left uh, uh, and running it toward my sideline and uh, going for it and having uh, my beast back in there that knows really how to how to run in traffic. So um, yeah, so let's talk about it in more detail. Like I said, we're in beast tight under center. Uh, and this is for you guys that are kind of into numbers, my whole numbers, and we're setting this up to the left. Uh, this would be beast left tank or beast buck left 15 slash 17 power play tank with a jaw down block. So if that helps at all, my my left uh, hole numbering is one three five seven nine. So we're going to try to hit this. The reason I've named we're going to try to hit this at the tackles, somewhere between those two tackles and inside the tight end, and that's the reason I've named it Tank. There's a lot of guys that are kind of coming up with their own stuff and they've, they've named the formation tank or whatever but this is beast tight for me and it's the tank play uh, not the formation and uh, so you get some copycat guys out there uh, I've called uh, under center eight before and buck when I run usually for the season just as an FYI with beast tight I'm usually either going to run it in uh, under center or shotgun, uh, and I'll name one of those base. And it's going to be dependent on the type of beast back I have and if they can take a snap under center very well or not, and kind of the way that works. But really, for this play in the wedge, the beast wedge, uh, which are two very, very similar plays, uh, I like my beast back under center for the pop out uh, in the wedge you know you'll go and you'll pop out and that to me is the same thing that's going to happen in your tank power play so the tank play is going to try to I, I call it kind of a offset flying wedge in a way because I'm running it to this to one of the sides and in a way it's it's wedgy to me the way I think about it. I know a lot of people when they see this play or they, they, they first see me run it in a league, everybody's laughing, what is this, what is this? But I think after you know my playbook's been out about four years now, there's been a bunch of copycats and guys running it. And they can see how highly effective it is, especially when I come into a league and start running Beast Tank and other Beast plays. They'll laugh the season, and then after we beat them many times uh, with the Beast, uh, they'll start running their variation uh, the next season, which is uh, which is often flattery uh, when people copy you. So uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, so this play, it's funny and it's simple, and you know you want to do something fancy, which I do with my speed and spinner double wing and single wing kind of stuff and wildcat multi-spread 
but this play is really when I really need something I'm really counting on some yardage I'll come back it's so simple but it's highly effective and if you don't take it seriously on defense you're going to get shredded and on offense you should take it seriously because really the thing about this play and really all of these which people don't really understand uh, I know there's been some people, you know, the beast offense is not great for youth football. Uh, you know, we take pride in how we block this play, and that is critical on this particular play. And blocking is a key fundamental in all of football. So if I'm teaching uh, kids how to properly block and do things, then that that's a that's one of the two key fundamentals, blocking and tackling. So this beast tank play, power play over the 5-7 or 4-6 hole is really uh, effective because of the, the amount of time we put into learning how to block it. Uh, and so, like I said, the beast tank play, we're going to the left. We're going to try to hit the five and seven hole, which is over the tackles, thus the tank. So the short, short version of this play call is just beast left tank uh, on pirate. Pirates are one word count. So, you know, it's really easy to yell that in and go boom and, and, and get it in. So how this play is going to work, uh, the, like I said, we're overloaded or unbalanced to the left right now with guard, two tackles, and a power blocking tight end. I may switch my power tackle with the tight end uh, to get better down blocking because that particular tight end on the play side is what I call the bowling ball. He's really going to try to go down the line at a really tight angle and push every all the defenders over and really uh, make a huge uh, uh, block there with maybe even hitting several blocks trying to get those guys to move. Uh, the backside tight end actually has a unique block too. I call him the emu. He's the end of man on the line on the backside. And he's going to make an inside block or a backside hinge bucket block uh, if there's no one on his inside to cut off uh, any backside pursuit. So the other folks on the line are going to make a, uh, a track block or an inside block block which I just call jaw everybody's basically blocking down at a, at a, at a 30 20 percent angle so we're just trying to set up double teams and wash everybody out and make a wall sort of with that group uh, at the middle line over the that uh, left guard there and so that's how the lines gonna work everybody's pretty much blocking down uh, at uh, acute you know pretty severe angles there and then the backside uh, tight end is going to make his inside hinge block to cut off any backside pursuit uh, the th three blocking backs the outside back uh, will make a kick out block on the d end or contain man there and then the the inside guy and you can switch this up if you want. The inside guy, uh, excuse me, let's talk about the next guy, which would be, uh, and, and I switch these out for numbering, so I'm not going to 
set up, you know, be hardcore and what numbers you, you, you've got written there. But usually uh, the tailback will be the outside guy, the wing back will be the middle blocking back, and the full back will be the, uh, the inside guy, you know, closest to the uh, <clears throat> beast back. But the uh, outside blocker will kick out <clears throat> the D end. The middle guy will try to kick out any outside kind of linebacker that's or corner that's outside that D end. And then the inside blocking back will come around the line and become a member of that wall looking for kind of the inside uh linebacker that may be flowing or an outside linebacker that's going to be standing there so basically we have like this uh this trap kind of lane that's set up by these two blockers that then the beast back who's going to run tough inside i don't and the reason i like to go under center with the beast back in the beast left tank play is I tell them <clears throat> it's sort of like a wedge and I want their inside elbow uh, this helps them I'm, we're not gonna step deep we're gonna step down the line and my inside elbow is going to feel the butts of the linemen making their blocks and then when I feel free with my elbow so I, he's gonna feel it like he's in a wedge and he's running tough he's gonna feel the blocks and the line and then he should feel feel and see that whole opening and then the tunnel that opens there beast back will hit that tunnel but somewhere between the five and seven usually that will open and we want them close to the line of scrimmage so that they can then pop out because if defenses get in really tight and they don't have linebackers kind of back there, that pop-out is a touchdown. Uh, and so it's like a wedge in that respect, because if you're in shotgun, they can see you run into that 5-7, and that's the reason I put him up under center for the tank play, is I want it to be somewhat wet, like a wedge, because we run, a, the sister play to this is the wedge play, and they're two complementary plays that work great together. Beast left tank, beast right tank, and then the middle wedge. Those plays together run in a series of three or four plays it can be really destructive to a defense if they're trying to overplay uh, to one side with the beast backs. And so this this tank play is like the wedge uh, under center. And so where he's going to run to that side, he's going to find and feel. Uh, with his elbow and body where the hole and, and line is getting the push and then ride that butt wave of linemen up out and pop out and go for that touchdown. Uh, like I said, you know, it's it's really kind of simple. It's just down blocks, kind of a kick out and trap by your backs, your two other backs uh, kick out by that third, that outside back, and then your beast back is going to run tough an inside runner and the other thing you know is is we've got uh, sometimes defenses will submarine us on this 5-7 tank hole and so we'll talk about that to the back to the beast back and the in the uh, the blocking backs 
the line will just do the same. We'll just say, okay, since they're submarining this power play, you're going to read it still, but if you feel the pressure, uh, let's kick that out to the nine hole there and backs just, you just kind of feel the blocks and wash out with the line and then everybody kind of goes. So that it's, it's really, a, you know, the, that, that beast back that you've got in here running that has to be a good back that, that understands how to run in traffic. In some years, I have some amazing backs that can do it. Other years, you just have to tell them to hit a hole and they're not really reading it that well. But the majority of time they get used to, especially in the second season running it, they will understand how that will occur. And so, you know, it's going to go five, seven, and then maybe even a little bit outside the tight end if you've got a defense that's wanting to submarine that. Uh, like I said, the key to this whole play is really the blocks. And so the three blocking backs that you've got in here, they really have to take pride in their blocking, especially on the kickout guy, because that's some kind of difficult sometimes because the DN may want to crash, and he's got to pick that up. So you really can't have weak players at your blocking backs. Um, you can try to get away with it and run it more inside, but if you're really trying to do the full Monty, uh, then you really need your blocking backs really uh, uh, doing this really well. You can set there is actually a drill that's set up where you can drill this with the, the blocks, with the bags. You can do that fence drill to the sideline too, where you set up a fence and guys are, I don't know, you've seen that's kind of a wing T drill. Uh, I've seen that on YouTube where they're doing that. So that's a good drill. So you're having your backs, you know, kick out guys uh, on a fence kind of thing, and the back's got to turn up. But I really let the back on this particular tank play kind of make his reads there and uh, go through it. So simple, highly effective, and I don't know how many touchdowns I've scored off of this one particular play when I'm just trying to get three or four yards for a first down. So don't take it for granted there. Uh, like I said, you really have to, on your beast back, he's really got to be a good inside runner. Usually sweepers, the guys that like to run outside, do not do well uh, in, this off, in this particular formation. That's why you've got the beast jumbo spread formation is that's really where my sweeping back will get in and play out of that formation. But for, but for beast tight, and this beast left tank play, you really want your good inside runner, which may be a fullback, and it could be some other. Sometimes we've just had one kid just knows how to do it. He's not a regular kind of back that's in the backfield. He is just really good at running the wedge and running this beast left tank uh, because he understands how to run in traffic and basically pinball off of players and then pop out because this pop out thing is the really really big key because you kind of want them here and then boom they're off to the races with with a pop out right at the five seven hole uh there and like i said you can run it to the right i like to run things left and or to my sideline uh, if you run things to your sideline too, it could be right. And, and the other coach can't see exactly what you're doing over there, so you can make some adjustments. Uh, so like I said, you want a good inside runner for your beast back. They need to feel the inside of the butts of the line with their inside elbow. 
I like to run under center because I want to pop out like a wedge. Uh, and then, you know, the other critical kind of thing really is this outside tight end on this particular play. You might want to have a big, your big tackle there. Uh, if you're not going to use a pass play and just switch and then uh, audible and then have him block down because he's the bowling ball that's going to block everybody down off of that. And so that's the beast left tank. Hopefully I've explained it good enough for you podcast guys that are listening. The YouTube podcast guys get to see my charts here. But uh, like like I said, if there's one play that defines uh, the beast offense, it's really this beast uh this beast power play which i call tank because i'm running it over the two tackles so there it is that's what the beast left tank play is hope you enjoyed the video uh if you did you know uh and you want to support me monetarily to bring more free content to the youth football community head over to coachparker.org uh, and uh, see my playbooks over there there's a link here uh uh, I've got 12 of them out now. The latest is the single wing book with there's over 200 single wing plays. So head over there. Uh, of course, there's a power wing beast offense. It has the beast tank in there. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you can do that. And if you aren't ready to spend any money and want to see more, just head over to Coach Parker. There's like 300 articles over there. And if you hit YouTube, I think I've got 300 videos out there too. But uh and if you don't want to do any of that, but just please subscribe. Subscribe to your podcasts. Uh, subscribe to uh, YouTube there, to my channel. That would be great. Uh, thanks for joining me today. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, look for more free youth football coaching tips. And thanks for joining me at uh, Coaching and Football Tips and Talk podcast with Coach Parker. That's me. And again, remember to play for fun and winning is funner. Ciao. I will see you guys next time. Bye.